0: all right Scotty
1: what is up everybody it has been far too long
0: far it's too always long. been far too long yeah. when we hop on the old hot mics here but this is uh this is a podcast formerly known as WSPN, nameless at the moment but WSPN is officially retired so there will be no intro um the intro is is retired we will come up with a new intro once we come up with a name for the podcast and we got a couple leaders out there but if uh if you're watching this you know hit hit us with the comments with anything creative that uh that you can think of i mean uh, leaders right now would probably be the counter Um, yeah i think
1: that's that's the top of the list um what's the reason that we don't want to necessarily go with that one
0: um well we you know it's we we had that name before and uh and we're just wondering if we should revive it again. I think the counter uh, has some legs to it. Um, you know, because we we are at the counter. We could record the podcast from our clients listings at their counter. We could bring guests to the counter. So, I mean, the more I talk about it, the more the more I absolutely love it. There's some names out there that uh, you know, we've been having some fun with it that that just don't work, but pounding signs was a uh, was was one real estate of mind kind of like a new york state of mind right love it, love it. a state of mind getting real estate house party in the house so we're looking for some creativity um we might just be getting in our own way here with uh with the name but we want something pretty uh pretty epic so we'll continue to brainstorm it and, absolutely uh, i
1: i like the counter at the top of my list right now i find like just in daily life i'm, I'm always submitting counter offers right yeah it could be as simple as hey uh Scott, go go take out the trash, and I hit him with the counter. of Okay, well then you do the dishes, right, or whatever the, the situation That's is. Right. So, kind of hits a, a lot of different angles there. But yeah. yeah, we'll leave it open to the audience to throw us some suggestions. What do you think of the counter? Yeah, and any other ideas would be love to hear them. Yeah, maybe we're we, struggling.
0: Yeah, yeah. We, let's pull the counter. Let, the, if you like the name the counter, um, let us know. If you have an idea for another name. Uh, let us know, and uh, if, if we choose your name, a five dollar Tim's card coming your way.
1: Love it, love right? it. Five bucks, right? that's <laughs> five it. Pucks. Now, that's how about it. my uh, shirt here? What a way to start off episode oh. one, season one. This guy Um, pulls up to
0: the scene, (laughs) like, all full of piss and vinegar. Super excited. Ready to rock, ready to get back on the mics, and uh, just, like, goes to drink his coffee, latte, latte. and just, like, just pours it all over his shirt. Just
1: just all over the place. So what a way to start. Mm -hmm. I I was debating about changing shirts. We got some stuff in the back. They basically forced me to do the podcast episode with my shirt looking like this, so... Very embarrassed.
0: Nonetheless, Very embarrassed. it is it is a clean shirt, dirty shirt. Um, it's nice to it's nice to be back. It's nice to uh, we love educating the market. And again, that's what we want to be. This, this is a real estate podcast. If, uh, if you're not interested in real estate in Windsor, Ontario, sometimes Canada, then this isn't the podcast for you. That's uh, that's the bottom line. So if you want to talk about some real estate, let's rock. We're going to start with, uh, and again, there's lots to talk about. I guess we'll start tons, with, tons. we're recording this on January 25th and another rate increase. Scott.
1: Yeah. So it's, it's what, 10, 10 right now. Yeah. Uh, we just got the announcement at 10 o'clock to... Um, 25 basis point hike that was the consensus that was what was expected. Um they did mention that they're continuing their policy of quantitative tightening which kind of just means restricting the money supply, restricting banks and how much they can lend. Uh, a lot of factors there. So uh the consensus also is, right? The consensus can be wrong. Let's not let's not get it twisted, but the consensus is that they're going to pause now. Mm. And I'm not sure we haven't listened to the actual announcement yet, so we're not sure exactly what they said. I don't think they're going to come out and say that they're going to pause. I think they're going to keep it vague. Right. Um, but I do not anticipate personally any more rate hikes in the foreseeable future. How do we think this is going to impact the market? Paul, what are your thoughts here? Uh, once again,
0: it goes up another quarter point. Um, more buying power is lost. So typically, when we see every single rate hike, we see prices continue to come down. Um, prices in December, let's go. Prices in March again on the high seven twenty three. December numbers told us that the average sale price for the month was four twenty three.
1: Yeah, I thought it was more Low like four seventy something. Okay. But like, high yeah, price. it's changing every every week. Yeah. Um, a lot of that also depends. Like Paul, you always talk about this. That depends a lot on the mix of properties that are sold as well, right? If yeah. you get a couple, one or two, three million dollar homes, when there's a limited number of sales, it's really going to skew those numbers. So we don't want to take too much. Uh, into that, yep. but we can hit on some anecdotal stuff. Like, you know, we are seeing multiple offers out there when something's properly priced, when it's in a great location, when it's a unique property or a property in great shape, it is getting multiple offers. We've had 12, 10, 36 yep. offers on properties just in this past week. It's kind of the average property or the not necessarily unique property, the average location or the below average location, or and, and or seller expectations that are simply not in line with the new market. Yeah. So we are seeing a lot of canceled listings as well.
0: I think it's there there's no no more important time than now. To really, really get a, a professional on on the case, especially it's especially if it's you're listing right now, and when I say professional, it's somebody who's not gonna gonna bullshit you. I mean, I go on listing appointments all the time, and uh, you know, I'm not I'm not there to tell you exactly what you want to hear. I, I can get you to the to the promised land, but it has to be in the current market conditions, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So to to sit there and and blow smoke and say, yeah, you're still worth this, and tell you some March, April, May numbers. Um, that's doing you a massive disservice and that relationship, you're, you're going to really butt heads, um, as that, as the, as the listing goes on. And it's not that we're trying to go in there and, um, and underprice it, but we just want to go in there, report what the market's doing, give you solid advice, and then make some solid decisions together as we form, uh, a, a team bond in selling your home.
1: Yeah, I do find some, some agents are too scared to have that conversation, or they're more concerned with you know, getting the listing or yeah. basically telling the client what they want to hear so that they work with them. And uh, like you said, I think that's a tremendous disservice. Now, we can be realistic with, with market value and also do some things to maybe exceed market value, to have the right strategy, to know is this the type of property that we can generate multiple offers on and get yeah. those 10, 12 offers, or is this the type of property that, hey, we have to list a little bit higher and leave some room for negotiation. Every situation is so unique. And changing yeah. every week, that uh, it's very important to have the right representation. Very, and again, uh, you made a great
0: point there about multiple offers. There's, there's, and again, let's talk about exceeding market value first. So, whether in March or today, our main goal always with always. Uh, with a listing is to exceed market value. What that market value mm-hmm. is at that moment in time. We were exceeding market value in January, February, March. I exceeded market value last week on a, on, on a few listings. Like so, we always want to exceed market value. Pricing right now though is so important for the sellers, and every appointment that I'm on it's the it's this exact conversation. January, February, and March. The 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 biggest thing about a listing was the staging, because we knew every listing would sell, but the ones that got exceeded market value were the ones that presented best on market, and the ones that had the best negotiator on the listing side, right? Because you have to understand what Scotty, what we truly get paid to do is negotiate. Right, prepping your home, making sure it stands out, marketing, all that stuff—that is—that is light work for us. Like we know how to do that, and we've got such a good team behind us to execute that on every listing. What separates the professionals from um, the non-professionals is the negotiating style and the know-how to negotiate, and that's—that's that's what's going to always separate yep. a great agent from from uh, an, an average agent. And I always say, hire the best agent in your area. They cost the same as the worst.
1: Absolutely, right? The know-how to negotiate and the willingness. I find, you know, just in my personal experience, I I genuinely feel like a lot of agents are afraid to negotiate. They don't want to. They're uncomfortable. You know, calling the other agent, asking for more more money or better terms or whatever the case is. Um, Some of us love, like uh, you know, I think you and I live for that personally. Our team, we're we're built that way. Um, but I do find that some people are just not, they're not doing it because I'm on the buy side a lot of times and I'm like, Hey, this, (laughs) you know, this other agent's not really doing anything for their client. They're just more concerned with getting a deal done. So, um, I'll, I'll say the same goes, um, on the buying side, right? Like if we're looking at a property for a client, um, it's being able to read the situation and Hey, do we smell blood here? Are they asking for a 30 day close, which means they have already bought something and they need to get out of here and they just went past their offer date and now, Hey, we can come in with. You know whatever the heck we want, and they, you know, a lot of times the agent's gonna the agent on the other side is gonna say some things that probably aren't true, right? Like, sure. oh, we don't need to sell, or we're only selling if we get this price, and being able to read through that and say, no, 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 you're just, you know, yeah, I find on it, the buying side
0: right things. now it's uh, um, give, give, give from the buyers and then take on the price, right? Love it, cash yeah. offers yeah. right now, uh, they're, they're not as common as they were Q1 last year, right? So to come in and 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 set yourself up to be able to rate cash is kind of a big deal now, right? Big day deposits, day cash, day. all that stuff. You want to give them the world but then take on take on what you really want, which is a which is a lower price on the listing side. Pricing is so important right now because if if you're not in multiple offers, well that buyer's mentality is going to get in their own way. The buyer is going to say, "Oh my god, I'm the only offer." The market's crashing. What's going on? Um, no one sees what I see here. I'm scared. I'm, I'm going to run away or I'm going to lowball the offer. Lowball offers sometimes get little to no reaction. We're on the other side, if you price your house properly and, and trust the advice and you do get multiple offers, those buyers' mentalities start to change. They start to say, so yeah. you know what? Um, the market's crashing. So, that I mean, it's in the news. You, you can't get away from it. The market's crashing. Am I making the right decision? Well, other people are seeing what I'm seeing and other people are insulating my decision. Okay, good. Let's move forward. Let's put our best foot forward and let's make a great offer on this property. So, so important to structure yourself so you get multiple offers so the buyer's agents aren't coming in and
1: strong-arming you because you have no negotiating power anymore. Yeah, and that's just simple human psychology. I mean, uh, we're all guilty of it. The more somebody else wants something, the more that I want it. It's very simple. And if nobody else wants it, Hey, what's wrong with this property? What What am I missing? Oh, it, like you said, is the market crashing, and I'm the idiot that's catching a falling knife here? But you, you know, if you sneak in that other offer, and that goes away. I work with buyers that are this the same way, right? Yep. Um, why does nobody else want this? Is what they'll literally say to me. Yep. And sometimes you know what's the property, wrong with it exactly, yeah. or what's wrong with the market, or am I stupid, or am I maybe I should wait longer, whatever? And sometimes that is the case, right? There, you know, this isn't a great deal, but sometimes it is a great deal yeah and uh so you know, depending on which side of the equation you're on, which client you're working with, buyer or seller, very important strategies right now uh, more important in a lot of ways than when the market was just hot, and you're kind of just a slave to the market in a lot of ways, right you didn't have a lot of buying negotiating power so um but yeah, I mean, we can describe the market as hit and miss overall um, last week was really the first week um that I felt the market picking up a little bit of screen agreed. agreed.
0: um by no means like like catapulting but but it just felt um felt a little bit different. Okay? Give,
1: give you some anecdotal uh, evidence working an, op- an open house this weekend. Um lower priced home so in the first time home buyer kind of segment there six or seven people through all that first time home buyer profile. What do you think they all said to me? Um hey, we were waiting for the new year and the prices are down, now we're ready to get active and start looking to buy. Yeah. And that's just a small sample size. If you extrapolate that over the whole market, there's probably dozens and hun- possibly hundreds of people with the same mindset thinking the exact same thing, which is new year prices are down. Let's get back into the game. Yeah. And one of the problems that we're seeing out there obviously is there's no inventory, Yeah. Uh, very limited inventory. So there might only be three houses that fit that first time home buyer profile, in terms of price, location, et cetera, on the market at any given week. Yeah. So which, which you're this, all gonna be going to the same house. This
0: happens every year, by True. the way, um, where we have low, low, low supply, and we have a high amount of serious buyers. If you're looking for a yeah. buy, uh, for a house today, I mean, today it's, 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 it's snowing, like, and you're out looking for houses, you're a serious buyer. Like, Good point. and those are, yeah. the, those are fantastic. Our spring market is here. So if you're, if you're thinking of selling, and you're thinking of waiting until spring, May is too late. It has been for the past six years, trust me. May's too late. The spring market starts that first full Monday back after New Year's. Now, Day. why is it too late? Um, because life Opposition. starts to happen. Yeah, more listings that. come yeah. up. Summer is is, is approaching. Um, life just gets life just gets busy. January to um, April, I find is the best time to sell.
1: Right, you literally might be the only property you have no competition um if, especially if you have a, a unique property or a great location that's hard to replicate you're going to be the only game in town and every serious buyer is going to be coming to look at you and then maybe you can generate those multiple offers etc cetera, etc cetera. so
0: yeah and it's not yeah. that may june july august september october november december are terrible times to sell yeah, just um, it's just if you can control it um and and i'm sitting with you and saying paul when's the best time to list well we're gonna we're gonna be doing it mm-hmm, probably mm-hmm. February, March, for sure. Avoiding March break, though. Don't list during March break. Just don't list. Just don't do it. Like, and and like these, these little tips that I give sellers, um, like don't list during March break. Don't list after December 15th. Like These little things that when your buyer pool shrinks and we can control it to not shrink,
1: why, why wouldn't we do that? Right? It may be in an emergency situation or something, but yeah, very rare course. that you'd have to do that. And yeah, you might be 25% of your buyer pool might be on vacation. And uh, maybe that perfect buyer is in Florida that month, or whatever yeah. the case is, right with their family. So
0: control what um, you can control, yeah. and if you can control when you list, again, these are the every tip I ever give a seller or a buyer is always for their best interest. And uh, if you can control a certain list date, then uh, trust the advice.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So in, in sum, I, I think uh, the, the the quarter point interest rate hike here. It's going to bring, bring buying power down a little bit. I keep saying to to my clients and anybody that wants to listen, uh, demand for real estate has not gone away. It has not gone down. It's like saying the demand for food has decreased or the demand for water has or air has decreased. Mm. It's a it's a need. It's not a want. The, what has changed is the affordability. So people just can't afford as much and prices have to come down to match affordability. But we are still in a... In a under uh, undersupplied market that's getting worse. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Because how many builders are on pause right now? Because they can't make a profit, right? You can't build to lose money. And when borrowing costs go up 400% in, in a short period of time, it's, it's just it's just undigestible. So you're going to see all these projects delayed. You're going to see the housing crisis exasperated, and you're going to you know it's going to push this housing crisis out possibly another decade here. So my point is is that the market fundamentals are very 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 strong. But as long as rates are rising, prices are going to come down. They have yep. to. Yep. If we see a pause here, we're going to see a normalized market where supply and demand are they're still going to be out of whack, but affordability is lined up with seller expectations and I think you're going to see the market tick up consistently for a long period of time. Problem is we don't know when that is going to happen because you know it's a moving target. But we could be at peak rates right now. This could be peak rates today. I think so. That quarter point increase. So, I think so. Yeah. So we will continue to educate uh, as we go go forward. And uh, yeah, let's move on to the uh, next topic. What do we got here? We want to hit here. I mean, we got a nice little list here that we can talk about. We're going to keep this to
0: you know forty minutes, give or take five. Uh, <laughs> what do we want to hit here, Scotty? What do we, uh, what do we got here? We got a nice little list.
1: Yeah, I mean, um the the build twenty three is a big deal. I don't I think it's um no, that's a good one. I think a lot of people are kind of just not really understanding what it is. I I think especially on the investment side, there's there's something that is really valuable here as an investor in my opinion, which is the fact that you can take any single family lot in any zoning and build up to three units on it. With no pushback from anybody, that's like no pushback from the city, no pushback from neighbors. They can't argue it. Well, it's it, it's a situation where, as an investor, you can go buy any lot and build three units on it. Now you got. No, I'm not,
0: I'm not going to lie. I didn't even, I didn't even know uh, no about this. Is it an Ontario, Ontario bill or Canada?
1: It's Ontario. Okay, specifically, yeah. So it's it's meant to uh, fight the housing crisis and build more units faster. That's literally the name of the bill. Um, so you, you know, you might be valuing these lots a little bit differently right, right. if uh, if you can only build a single family lot, a lot of these lots aren't making any sense it's just you can't make a profit if you're to resell it or the rents won't be high enough to cover your costs because building costs are still high but if you get three units on there um you know we know the rents are very high mm. all of a sudden you're generating fifty five hundred dollars of income on this new build with three units Well, now all of a sudden you're you're cash flow positive, right? So, yeah, and
0: and it's going to introduce a whole different buyer who, uh, the ones that understand house hacking and stuff like that. Like, that's a great great point. That's a great, uh, multi
1: generational families, house hackers, investors that just want to buy, hold, and rent for cash flow positive. So, again, my, my broader term view of this bill is it's not going to fix the housing crisis. You're going to see a bunch more rental units. So the problem is it's not creating affordable housing for the average first time buyer to go buy. It's going to be the investor buying that lot and building three units on it. So it's kind of a bit of a smoke screen, but you, you know, I always try to say, I'm going to try to take advantage of these rules. You can spend all your life arguing about them, but if, yeah. you, if you, if you're in a position to take advantage of it, Hey, start looking at some lots where you can build three units. Rental market is very strong and getting stronger. Yeah, so right. that's uh yeah the important there's some other stuff in there as well development fees being waived um a lot of cities and townships are upset about it because a lot of the revenue is coming from these fees and now they got to make up the revenue elsewhere so very important bill i suggest anybody out there do some due diligence on it and uh try to take advantage of it
0: yeah and our good in friend short. um justin trudeau 7500 hundred dollar tax uh <laughs> oof, oof, to, to throw you know Whip mom and dad down in the basement and uh, seventy five hundred bones in your pocket, a little uh, little tax credit there. So that's yeah. not going to fix the housing problem
1: uh, yeah. either. Um, you a lot know, of people so, were affen- uh, actually offended by this when they yeah. when they read it. Right? It's like, yeah. um, like you said, oh great, now I can I can live in my parents' basement for longer.
0: Yeah, we'll throw so, a link you know, so. to Bill twenty three. We'll throw a link to the seventy five hundred dollar tax rebate as well, just so if you want to educate yourself on that. And, um, again, this is a supply and demand issue. It always has been, always will be. We got immigration rising, so we need more supply and that's, that's what needs to happen.
1: Now, I also heard, um, some rumblings around the office that you were out dominating at uh, soccer. I was, yeah. Two
0: goals. A week or two
1: ago. Two goals, yeah. Now I didn't even know you played soccer, but. Not many do. Yeah. So you you come into the office raving about uh, how you just go out there and start dominating like uh, Pele or something. Yep. Yep then i come out to you know i have a little talk with trish your wife and and i find out that it was against your your daughter's uh soccer team and
0: she's how old she's 10 double double digits (laughs) um so we uh we went out there before christmas and uh um, just absolutely dominated out there. I mean, uh, the the competition was, was uh, little to none, uh, for me at least. I mean, I saw some other dads out there struggling, and moms for that matter. Um, but for me, it was, uh, you know, just new, uh, it's like Wayne Gretzky said, I didn't go to where the puck um, is. I, uh, I went to where the, where the puck was going to be. And uh, popped a couple goals, and, uh, you know, I'm, all, I'm just out there making my daughter proud and uh, someone to really look up to in the soccer field. Um, you know, and if I can fill that fill that for her and, uh, and, and be her idol on the, on the pitch, then, uh, then so be it.
1: <laughs> the pitch, he says. So, yeah. And now this is, uh, cause you've had some knee surgery too. This is Couple, like, yeah. the, you've come back, uh, you've persevered, you you've, know, you come back on the pitch, you've been dominating, uh, since then. So it's, it's really an inspirational story.
0: And Scott, you know, my knee story, um, you know, they don't call me German knees for nothing. Um, so to come back from that, um, you know, not everybody's built to dig deep. Um, but like my, uh, my, 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 my good mentor, uh, Cam Neely said, like, you know, I just gotta, I just gotta get out there and, uh, and, and perform and, now, and that's what we do.
1: Now you're not German,
0: but my knees are, But your knees are yeah, German, Ger- German knees. German yep, knees that's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. So actually funny story in uh grade school and all that, like, hey, Germany's, uh, Germany's like, you know, are you German? Are you German? Nope. Just my knees are. And that joke <laughs> just absolutely crushes every time. It's actually pronounced Germanese. But Germanese has kind of been what's uh, what's what's stuck out there throughout the years. You yeah,
1: know. yeah, and if hey, if the joke's working, just stick with it, right? I you do. Know, trust me, decades,
0: I, decades. I, I I do. If I get new new audiences, um, if I'm somewhere with uh, with Trish and I've and I've got a new audience, uh, they're all dying laughing as as expected. Um, but Trish is just shaking her head. You know, my ego is pretty high with my jokes because I've got Andrew in the office that oh, know, uh, laughs at everything I say. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you can probably hear in the background right now because I'm hilarious. Um, so, yeah. So, um, absolute domination on the soccer field. You uh, mean the pitch? The pitch, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, inspired by uh, my good friend Messi and, and, and his run with Argentina. You know, shout out. I'm sure he's watching. Shout out. Um, and... Uh, yeah so that was and that's that some was great
1: that. advice you could actually take some of that advice and apply it to uh the market which is you don't skate to where the market is you skate to where it's going
0: and that's how lot. we wrap it all up Boom. Wow. right that's how we wrap it all up that's that's fan- a fantastic point there how you brought that all all together so that's um that's uh anthony get out of the way <laughs> all right
1: so oh, uh
0: you almost where forgot. are you going where are you going Uh, no, you go, no, you, no,
1: you, I I was going to do the the concierge service, but,
0: uh, you know, I was going to go, uh, YouTube premium real quick. Um, I got YouTube premium last week and when I bought it, I was like, do people actually buy this? I was like, why, why am I, why am I, I don't even know why I bought it to be honest. Um, I'll tell you why
1: you bought it.
0: I was, I was, I was on somebody's page that I subscribed to in, in, in real estate and, um, and I just was watching all his videos and uh, was sick of the commercial. So I bought it. Scotty, but then I talked to you. You've been a YouTube premium member
1: for how long? Uh, just, just about a month, month and a half. Oh, but so uh, I'll tell you, I'm loving it, okay, to, be good. Honest, to be honest. We're not being paid by YouTube, um, yeah. to, to say this, but it's a game changer because I found myself you know, cycling through videos. I, right now, I'm, I'm in the process of buying a new TV. So I was doing uh, TV reviews, video after video after video, huge decision. Yeah. And uh, guess what? It's commercial free
0: it is and you can play it in the background now if if, if you want i like that
1: game changer um, yeah you're listening to something you can you can lock your phone yeah. and it, it'll continue to play the audio absolute game changer you got your airpods yeah. in and all
0: these whatever. subscriptions they seem pretty cheap but when you got 20 of them
1: she adds up a little bit
0: i'm still rocking kojiko cable never mind okay. now that I can't get off <laughs> we need to have a whole I, episode I, about uh, yeah that. i that's, can't get uh, off that's on une- a slice slices my vice and uh you know uh ctv news uh i miss jim Crichton, but that's a, that's a whole other story um is just um you know that's kind of kind of kind of where we're kind of where we're at
1: just dial dialed in okay I, yeah. I mean my parents still have coach go too so well that's right. that makes me feel uh, <laughs> <laughs> that makes me feel pretty good uh, do you have a landline i don't have a landline. okay because i would have no. uh no no landline co-host it's been a
0: good even. decade without it and uh, uh yeah no no landline
1: Gotcha, gotcha okay, cool. so I mean you know we we still have a ton of topics that we want to hit on, but uh, I don't know if we're going to save them for uh next episode, but it is good to officially be back be back, and we are we got to get this name locked in. We don't yeah. want to rush it it's uh we could be overthinking it, but we also got to get it right we Yeah, so
0: feedback would be uh yeah, very fantastic. much appreciated the counter feels like. The leader, at the top of the list. Um, but at the same time, uh, we're open. We're open. I mean, they're, they're like, yeah, we're we're, we're open. We've Got to be real estate related though, because
1: that's what we are. Yes, yeah, that's that's right. what it's about. And yeah, so we're looking forward to some comments there and getting this name locked down. But we're not going to rush it. And, uh, yeah, are we uh, we wrapping up here or what?
0: Wrapping up. You can catch us on YouTube. Um, If you are watching this on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Yes. And podcasts can be found on Spotify as well. And you don't need premium to watch. And you don't, although. It helps. um, No commercials. (laughs) Take care.